0: This is the Expedition Retirement Podcast with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain?
1: You serve such an important part at Golden Reserve because, I mean, markets can take our money away. Financial advisors can take our money away. Uncle Sam takes our money away. A nursing home can take our money away. These are all ways that we lose money in retirement. And I heard somebody actually recently say there's a war on retirees. And it's, there's a war on our money. We, we've saved all this money, Tim, but we've got to protect it. And part of it is having the right legal things in place. I mean, wills, trusts, we talk about that all the time even powers of attorney, all of this stuff, that's where you have started this business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's where we started. We were able to kind of hone in on a group of people, kind of that middle, upper middle class folks who really weren't able to get strong state planning in place. As we started getting more and more into it, some of the laws changed. We found that one of the big threats that a lot of folks just
1: weren't positioned to deal with was long-term care. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge cost. I mean, Greg talks about it could be ten thousand dollars a month for memory care or nursing home services. And that can eat up a retirement plan or retirement savings very, very quickly. I mean, is it a matter of we have to prepare years before something like this is happening or right on the edge of it? We see it coming. What are the things that you do to help people protect their money?
2: So first is just explaining to them how big the issue is, because as you mentioned earlier, a lot of times folks want to sit down and talk about what they're going to do with their investments and things of that nature. But, you know, we want to control the things we can control, which is positioning their estate so that they don't end up having to spend all their money if they have a long-term care need. It can really impoverish their spouse and end up meaning that their money's going somewhere other than to their family.
1: So a will and a trust, we hear those two kind of interchangeable. Do I need a will? Do I need a trust? Do I need one? Do I need the other? Can you just kind of give us the the layman's terms on what the difference is between the two and who needs one, who needs both? You know, when it comes to a will, pretty straightforward document, a will in
2: Ohio has to be witnessed by two parties who aren't interested, but it simply says, here's who gets my stuff when I pass away. For folks that have minor children, it will also include who would uh, be the guardian of their children if uh, they were unable to do so. So pretty straightforward document. Everyone should certainly have one uh, as long as you're 18 or older. I think when it comes to the trusts, you know, people do trust for a variety of different reasons. Sometimes, you know, folks have children with special needs or they have a child that maybe has a Spending issues, but you know, when they come sit down with us at Golden Reserve, oftentimes they want to make sure they don't leave a mess for their family and they want to make sure that they have positioned their assets so if they need long term care, you know, they don't have to spend it all down. Do you need both? Generally speaking, everyone has a will. If you're doing a trust, the will and the trust work together. So, you know, it's important that when we sit down with folks, if they have a will, they bring it in so we know what was going on.
1: So, Greg, what is the difference then between having a will, a trust, and an estate plan and having a tax plan? Because it seems like these two kind of interchange. They go back and forth. If you don't do your estate correctly, Uncle Sam could inherit more money than your kids. So these do kind of fall together, don't they?
3: They do. And I think one of the things that people miss, you know, like Tim just mentioned, everyone has a will, a will is kind of the starter document for everyone. And it usually starts when someone has kids, right? Even when people get married, they usually don't go out and get a will. But when they have some kids, they usually grab one because it essentially outlines who's going to be responsible for the care of your kids if something happens to you. So that's an important thing for most people that are obviously new parents and kind of navigating parenthood. But when you get to that retirement moment, you realize, man, this will doesn't really do much than say, Hey, everything goes to my kids equally. And that's usually not enough, right? Like for almost everyone in retirement, if something happens, you know, you want more maybe control over the distributions. Maybe it goes to your kids equally, but at 25, 30, and 35, instead of them all getting their assets if something happens to you tomorrow. But more importantly, in the way that we leverage trusts is that it protects you from the nursing home. Um, You can put your house or assets or investments in there. And sure enough, if you have a nursing home event, they can't get them. And that's a big deal for people that have $200,000 or $2 million. Mm -hmm. So there's no right price. It's, it's not something fancy that only rich people have. You know, all of our clients fall into that 250,000 to $2.5 million range. And most of them, frankly, have less than a million, Randy, and almost all of them universally have some form of trust planning because that is the tool that actually escalates them from probably just having a will, which really isn't a plan at all, to actually having a plan for retirement. You know, a state plan is kind of a generic term that you mentioned, and it can be a lot of different things. But for us... What you know, we'd rather just say, do you have a plan in retirement for certain risks? Do you have a plan for probate? Do you have a plan for long term care? And if you put all those things together, you know, you start to have a full retirement plan. And I think when people say estate plan, it's just when you pass away, is your stuff going where you want? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what they mean by estate plan. So that's probably not the most important part of the planning process. Although it is important that your stuff goes where you want, it's more important to most people that during their life that they don't lose all their assets to a nursing home or, like you said, you know. A lot of people there's very few attorneys that jump in and do tax planning mm-hmm. you know the tax component is somehow greatly even though it's one of the biggest things that we're supposed to be planning for as attorneys or accountants or financial folks that regularly gets ignored Because it's a tougher conversation, just like long term care. I feel like we have all the tough conversations. We're like the awkward uncle that brings up all the stuff that no one wants to talk about. (laughs) It's like, oh, by the way, we need to talk about you going to the nursing home. Oh, by the way, we need to talk about what happens if someone dies. Oh, by the way, we have to remind you that you have to pay taxes ASAP and not wait until you're 73. Those aren't fun conversations to have with people because people don't like to talk about them. They don't like talking about taxes. They don't like talking about nursing homes. They don't like talk about passing on, but to do our job, we have to do things that are difficult. We have to do things that are a little bit uncomfortable because that's what you guys deserve. That's what you know families deserve, to have a real guide and protector. You know, We talk about being a sheepdog. We can't do that if we're not gonna talk about the good stuff and the hard stuff. And those are the things that we can really help with. Those are the things that, you know, how many family members, I bet you raise a hands. keep two hands on the wheel if you're driving, but, you know, who knows someone that's gone in a nursing home and lost everything? Like, mm-hmm. everyone knows these fact patterns, right? But no one wants to plan for it because no one wants to pay for more insurance. Well, now there's another way, and obviously that's something Tim works a lot on with families is, is dealing with the, the long-term care piece. Tim,
1: last week on the show, Greg and I were talking about what makes Golden Reserve different. And I, I would say that if you go out to find an help with your money, you're probably not going to find two guys who are elder law attorneys who said, OK, what's out there that we can do better than the whole marketplace? What's what's missing that we can fill? And then you said, well, taxes is a way that we can probably expand this. And then investments is probably a way. And then built Golden Reserve along those lines. And one of the ways that we see this happen is people who make mistakes, people who don't have a will, people who go through probate and they find what a horror story that is. What can you tell me about people who've lost money in these situations because they weren't prepared and how you might be able to help them avoid all of that?
2: Well, I think using a multi-pronged approach, make sure that, you know, we're having those discussions, as Greg just mentioned. So we're talking about what happens when they pass away. And we're certainly talking about what happens while they're alive, making sure they minimize what they pay to uncle sam and making sure their position so they don't lose everything to the nursing home you know without that multi-pronged approach it can end up you know a pretty sad situation right we've seen folks lose their life savings to the the nursing home at ten thousand dollars a month we've seen folks pay uncle sam 40 cents on the dollar when they could have been paying 10 cents on the dollar with the proper strategy and we've seen people on the probate side, you know, end up leaving an estate that ends up in the court for years mm-hmm. instead of getting wound down in several months and allowing their family to move along. So taking that approach and making sure that we're handling all the issues that folks face in retirement is something that, you know, we take a lot of pride in and are, and are excited about every morning when we go to work, getting to meet new families.
3: I have a question for Tim, obviously, like, the, I think the real question that people are sitting there scratching their heads is, How did this happen? Right? I have this financial advisor that's been doing it for 20 years. I have this attorney whose law firm they said they've been around for a hundred years. Why the heck have they never brought up tax planning? Why the heck haven't they brought up the nursing home? Why are these people that are supposed to be quote unquote professionals and experts in the world of where I'm at in life and they seem to be representing everybody in in my hometown why is this getting missed or how is this getting missed?
2: Yeah, I think certainly people, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And when you rely on someone who fashions themselves to be, you know, kind of an expert, but really is pigeonholed kind of in one area, you know, that's the result you get. So, you know, we take a lot of, a lot of pride in kind of taking our approach where we have a lot of different experts who are available to our clients. So we're not just fixing the investment piece, which I think is where a lot of people fall Kind of fall into we look at the taxes we look at the long-term care piece you know it's kind of like the military the army's awesome but sometimes they need the navy sometimes they need the marines and i think you know for us having you know access to those experts you know under one roof or under one company uh, makes that just that much better for the clients and ultimately produces much better results.
1: You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Our special guest today is Tim Stallings, who these are the two guys who started Golden Reserve as elder law attorneys. So we're talking about that aspect today of retirement planning. And just recently, we saw kind of shocking, actually, that Lisa Marie Presley passed away at the age of 54. And what many people don't know about Graceland, we all know how Elvis loved Graceland, and then he willed it down to Lisa Marie, and she wants to will it down to her children as well, which she has done with a will. But what we also don't know about that story is Lisa Marie got into a bind in her 20s and 30s, and she had to sell off pieces of Graceland in order to handle her debt. This is something that happens very frequently when people pass money down. Say you have a $1 million IRA or 401k, and you pass it down to your kids, and they say, okay, well, we're going to get $300,000 a piece. Great. Give me the money. I'm $300,000 to the good. But then you got to pay a lot of taxes on that money. And it turns out that Uncle Sam is going to get just as much as the kids. And, Tim, this is where estate planning and tax map and all of it kind of overlaps, doesn't it? We don't want our kids to pay more money to Uncle Sam than what they actually get. That's exactly right. And a lot of folks fall
2: prey to Uncle Sam's plan. Mm-hmm. The, the results are disastrous. We got a lot of debt that we have to pay back and. There's a lot of retirement dollars, and the government's trying to figure out what can they do in order to get the highest percentage of that money.
1: So in a situation like that, uh, Greg, is it just a matter of saying, before you pass this money down, let's get it out of the tax wash so that you can send it down to your kids without a tax bill?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a tax time bomb. I mean, that's the way it's set up. Unfortunately, people aren't really thinking about it that way because during their life, they get to kick the can, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have to pay tax, so no tax equals good. And pay tax equals bad, which is actually, you know, the opposite of what you should be doing. You know, taxes are all time lows. So taxes are on sale right now. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we should be thinking about how do we get money out of our IRAs, get it taxed at these discounts so that it can grow without having to come with a tax bill when it goes to your surviving spouse or to your kids. And unfortunately, you know, the financial advising industry and Uncle Sam does a terrible job of getting people really prepared to handle these tax situations because they just keep saying, hey, you know, just as early as two weeks ago. They had the Secure Act 2.0 that bumped it from, you know, 72 to 73. So people are like, I got an extra year I can wait. Well, this tax bomb just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And as your IRA grows, that means the tax liability grows. And when that goes to your spouse, the rates double. Or when it goes to the, obviously, your kids, they can double again. And I'm sure those are some things that, you know, obviously, Tim can jump in on that he sees every day. But, you know, that's the big problem, Randy, is that the secret always has been and will be to control the tax by paying it.
1: So the tax map, Tim, kind of break it down for us. You have a story about how it, uh, you worked with a couple just recently, saved them a lot of money. Tell us how it all works. The tax map is a
2: really powerful tool and something that we're always really excited to get to show clients because, as Greg mentioned, normally it's, I just want to wait, and they just take those minimum distributions. So had a husband and wife sit down with us. They had about a half a million dollars in IRA money, and essentially what we did was we looked at their other Income and retirement social security some small pensions and we asked them what their plan was and their plan essentially was uncle Sam's plan Which mm-hmm. is just take the required minimum distributions when we explain the concepts and these will be familiar to our, our normal listeners here But we explain the concept of the widow's penalty meaning when the husband passes and leaves it to the wife or vice versa We still have to pay taxes, but now we're paying individual rates we also explain the kiddos penalty which is you know leaving money to your children and they're working so they're in much higher income tax brackets and they started to see that there was some opportunity here i could see the wheels turning when i went and had the tax map done and was able to bring it back to them what we saw was with that five hundred thousand dollars instead of taking minimum distributions and then falling into those two penalties instead we had their plan and what we found out is if we took out about $50,000 a year over 10 years, now that doesn't mean you have to spend it. I know sometimes people think if you take it out of your IRA, you have to spend it. We're simply taking it out, paying Uncle Sam tax, and then they can invest their after-tax money. When we did it over 10 years, they ended up paying about 8% in marginal tax rate, right? So they paid about $60,000 in taxes. That's real money. But if they would have fallen into Uncle Sam's plan, they would have paid almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So we were able to save them about ninety thousand dollars simply by having a strategy that they could execute on an annual basis. So they're paying taxes over time instead of just taking out a little bit every year and then leaving a tax bomb for their spouse or their kids. So as you might expect, they were overjoyed to see that regardless of what this crazy market does, they could control how much they ended up paying to Uncle Sam.
1: If you don't have a plan for your money and your taxes, Uncle Sam does. And Greg, we say that. We pound that message every single week. And Uncle Sam we think that he's our buddy, but he really is pretty devious when it comes to coming up with these formulas and these plans, isn't he?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody that thinks he's their buddy, right? Like, I mean, I never was like, good old Uncle Sam, he's got my best interest in mind. I know that he's super efficient too. He's great at delivering mail and, you know, not charging taxes. Said nobody ever. I, I think when we think of Uncle Sam, we think of inefficiency, ineffectiveness, you know, waste. And unfortunately, when it comes to taxes, you know, they know, like, I I think they're kind of playing dumb. They know. I mean, baby boomers are the biggest generation for the next probably 50 years or maybe even 100 years, and they know that they have these huge IRAs. They were savers. The Xs and Ys and Zs and millennials or the X, Y, whatever, the rest of them are are not savers. Baby boomers are savers, and they have these huge IRA accounts that they haven't touched, and they know, hey, just keep waiting, just keep waiting. And what Tim said was, obviously, first of all, you can take money out at 59 and a half you can start taking money out of your ira and start planning for it even before you turn on social security which is a great tax play sometimes but people don't know about that so they wait till 73 now and at 73 they only take out four or five percent well if the market's doing well not last year but in (laughs) in other years you know if it was growing your ira could actually be growing during your rmd draw period and you have to scratch your head and say why is uncle sam so nice why is he letting me wait so long to get his tax money back why is he only wanting so little? And then you have to really start, you know, this unfortunate reality is it has people not using their money. Going back to the beginning of the show, people aren't spending their money because they don't want to pay tax. But what we have to get them to realize is you are paying tax no matter what. The question is only how much and when.
0: Thanks for listening to the Expedition Retirement Podcast with Greg Ehler. To get your complimentary roadmap for retirement, call 855-546-2074. That's 855 855- or go to GetYourRoadmap.com